Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silouan here. Great to be with you on a Thursday back home in Indiana, sitting in the airport, watching the news, looking across social media as I journeyed back from Colorado. Started thinking, and I've had this thought before, but it really hit me. I wanted to talk about it today, that how the level of discourse in our country has become just one big ad hominem attack. Now, you've probably heard that word before. Let's really dig into it, an ad hominem attack. What is that? Of an argument or reaction directed against a person rather than the position they are maintaining. So rather than discussing their position, their point of view, you just attack them. And thus, you hear, you're stupid. You're a Nazi. You're a communist. You're a racist. And it's like one group tries to bully another group with nothing but name-calling. That is probably the most dangerous outcome of what's happened with social media. The speed that somebody can be attacked that way. The veracity of it. And then now that you have groups completely taking over platforms and excluding the opinion of other groups on those platforms, it makes it even easier because it makes it like the ad hominem is a fact. (laughs) You know, when the only voice you hear is the voice saying, you're a Nazi or you're a racist or whatever it is, or you're a communist, that's the only voice you're hearing. It almost goes from being an ad hominem attack to coming across like it's a factual attack, even though it's not. It's just attacking somebody's character. And this verbal bullying is becoming common at all levels, from school kids to the national media to everything in between. I know I fall victim to it. You know, you get frustrated. You feel like somebody's not listening to your point. And the easiest thing to do is just go, oh, they're stupid. Or they have ulterior motives to what they're really saying. And that's the most damaging aspect of it, is that when you get empowered When you were the one attacking, you don't realize that your attacking and lack of listening is just causing the other person to do the same thing. And then pretty soon it's just name calling back and forth and it's distrust and it's nobody listening to each other. One of the most frustrating things for me nowadays when you talk about anything politically is inevitably because we have been convinced that there's almost two sides fighting against each other. It's like everybody sort of subconsciously you try to take a position on issues that a lot of times don't have two sides. They might have one side. They might have 10. They might have all sorts of opinions. And when everything is an an attack and like it forces you to take a position and rather than discussing with each other and thinking about it, okay, you just attack each other. I I think a, a, a great one are taxes. Okay, is that you you end up either with a side and and one side paints the other side as you don't want any taxes, you don't want any government, you don't want any money for 
people that need it. And then you have another side saying you want to take everybody's money. And, and then, you know, you're fighting over someone raises a tax and they go, you want to take all our money and someone lowers a tax and they say, oh, you want to destroy government. And you never really have a rational argument about what is the best tax rate, whatever it may be. Because if you think about it, taxing is a curve. Let's just say you were looking at it for no other reason than just raising revenue. If your tax rate was zero, you would raise no money. <laughs> now, if your tax rate was 100%, eventually you'd raise no money because you would take everybody's money and then they would either have none or they would quit working because they were giving it all to you. So on both ends of the spectrum, 100% tax rate, 0% tax rate, you end up with no money. Now, as you go from zero to one to two, you start raising more money and the curve starts going up. But at some point, you take enough money from people. So you've taken their wealth or the tax rate is so high, people has a dis have a disincentive to work. Then it starts going down towards the zero again. And the question is really, what is the best balance? What is the best balance, whatever the tax rate is, whether it's sales tax, whether it's income tax, whatever it may be, what is the number that is the best balance between raising money for things that you need and not giving people a disincentive or unfairly taking money from them so people end up not paying it or hiding it or all sorts of things. I mean, you see it in all kinds of you know, third world countries where tax rates are so egregious, people just don't pay them or they hide from them. And then you have a argument like this and people act like you know it's the government's money. And it may or may not be, I guess, depending on your position. You know, my position is that it isn't. But there, there wasn't even an income tax in the United States to the early 1900s. For a longer period of time in the history of our country, there has been no income tax. Think about that. But see, those are the facts that, to me, you can discuss and, and, and do it in the spirit of there's not really one right number. Okay, there's probably not one really right answer. There's probably a lot of different answers depending upon what tax you're talking about, whether it's federal, whether it's state, whether it's local. And that if we could discuss it without name calling, we would probably get to a fairer, better system. But we can't do that because we get told, no, there's only two sides. And then people start thinking of the worst motivations of the other. And then you can't have the argument or the discussion. Now, I bring this up because one thing I said to myself coming back from Texas, actually, I was in Colorado, then I was in Texas, then I came here. I was in Texas when I had the thought, actually. <laughs> I was at the airport in Dallas on my way home from Colorado when I had this thought. I'm going to do better. I'm going to try to do better at not being part of the problem, not being the name caller. Okay, and I'm going to try to follow a simple little pattern, listening, analyzing, researching, and then basing my judgment. So I see something pop up on social media, someone tells me something in person, before I react, before I get angry, before I take a position, before I call someone a name, I'm going to try to listen, make sure I'm hearing their position clearly. A great way to do it is to repeat it back to them. Then I'm going to analyze it. I'm going to break down what they're saying try to look at it from more than just one position, more than just my position and their position. Then I'm going to do some research, okay? I'm going to investigate as much as I can, research on both sides, get all kinds of different opinions, and then on all of that, as best as I can, make a judgment. 
you know, if we can't convince someone with a reason, attacking them is only going to make it worse. Attacking them is usually only going to make us more ignorant. So my challenge for you would be just give yourself a couple days, say from through the weekend, I'm going to try not to react. I'm going to try not to name call, whether it's something I see in the news, whether it is discussion I have with a friend, whether it's something I have on social media, and I'm going to take the time to listen, to analyze, to research, and then base my judgment on that. And if you can't do that, or you don't have the time to do it, just keep your mouth shut. Don't take a position. I think that's, I think silence sometimes is good. Now I'm not a against action, I'm for action, but only after you do those things. And then just maybe in our own world, we can find a little bit more peace that we can show one person at a time. That is the best way to react to each other. I hope that's the case with you. I hope that's the case with me. I hope I get better at it. That's what I want to try to do. And I believe that if we can do that, if we find in ourselves the ability to be quiet and to listen, to analyze from all angles, to research, even looking at data from positions different from ours, and then base our judgment on that, you know what's going to happen? In that peace, in that calm, in that settledness, in that lack of anger and passion, you know what you're going to be able to do? You know what you're going to be able to do. You're going to be able to aim higher. You're going to be able to spread your wings on that air that is much cleaner and bright and shiny. And you're going to be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter, your family, your faith and community, because they're not going to be clouded with anger and frustration and vindictiveness and name calling. And when that happens, you're just going to walk away from it. You're just going to go, I'm not going to be part of that. I'm going to find another way. I'm going to find a better way. And that doesn't mean at the end of all that, you might not have to fight. You might not have to call somebody something in a truthful way that they don't like. But you will know you are doing it after you have allowed yourself to be influenced, not by anger, not by name calling, but by listening and analyzing and researching and coming up with a good judgment. And it is in that place, I believe, that we are most likely to find peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.